This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. Rebel Scum. It's been a while. Just like... Just like uh, Stained used to say. It's been a while. Stained! Welcome to the Rebel Scum what uh podcast uh, back at it Tom Wars. my my internet just went black for a second i'm brock this is james hi we're here with rebel scum podcast gonna have Ooh. a good time talking star wars with all star of wars, you star wars. today uh yeah. some cool cool things have come up since the last time we talked <laughs> A little bit. Actually, not even that much. Just like uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Skeleton Crew's shooting. There's not much to talk about there. But we haven't talked about you and I have not discussed the Obi Wan finale, which is, like, <laughs> which is like a month ago. We haven't talked about it at all. I did a video here on the channel with uh, Fantasia oh. while I was dri- I was driving home from work, and we did it while I was driving home. And my phone it was so hot that day, Brock. My phone overheated during our conversation. And then I got, and then I went to a dead zone because I live in the woods. I went to a dead zone right after that. So there was like a one-two punch where I'm not even in it. And who knows what Andrew says because it's Fantasia and his opinions are terrible. I like to think that Andrew, when he is alone on camera, he's like Garth in Wayne's World, where when Wayne is not there and he's like, oh, the Garth can't, he can't improvise. He's like, oh. he's just like losing his mind. Um, yeah, sorry to all our, our scumbag friends that uh, we haven't been around. Sorry. Sorry about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. Um, I don't think I even remember what happens in Obi-Wan. <laughs> there was a lot. So, okay, wait. But, you know, you might not remember. But do you, like, overall, what were your overall thoughts on the show? How about we start that? Like, what, oh, check this out. Wait, Rob, came, Rob Darth Ward gave me this for my birthday. Oh, snap. That's cool. <laughs> He was speaking of the Obi Wan finale. Boom! Spoilers. He, he's sitting. He's sitting on top of uh, my red bitters. I have a pack of. I have a pack of red bitters. <laughs> so he's just on top of it. I don't know. Anyway, um, I enjoyed it. I. It was pretty much everything I thought. It's funny because, like, in the three weeks that it's been off the air, it's sort of been like. A lot of people have said, like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Did they is they did they rewrite the like this? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I think they covered all the bases. I think it was exactly what I expected and I enjoyed it for what it was. Like it was fun. It's I would argue it's sort of like the Hawkeye of Star Wars like TV, where it's like, that was something. It's like it doesn't really go anywhere, but it's just like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. So yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think I said this when I did the Andrew the video with Andrew. 
is it was I like I overall I liked it. Like ultimately at the end I enjoyed it all, but I still I feel like they had something with Reva McIntyre that they didn't quite get to. Yeah. Like it felt like it felt like one division where one division every week I'm like this is going to get there. And it just never did. And then at the end, it was like, well, COVID kind of ruined the ending. You're like, what happened? Like, it, like, you're, you're, like you're so close. Like, Because I feel like all the pieces to Reva were there. But yeah. the execution and the final product wasn't... Like, it was all there. It just it wasn't uh, executed the way I was kind of hoping. I still think for me, you know, look, when we look back on the show, we did that... Ep- we talked about that episode. I think it's three or four, maybe five. I can't remember. Where... Leia is with Reva and then she's like kind of interrogating her or whatever. And when I look back on the whole series, I'm like, that should have been the moment where we should have learned about Reva's past. She should have yeah. used her past as a child to get to Leia and maybe even try to convert Leia in a way or something like you use yeah. that moment, but we didn't get it. We just got like a, like 20 minutes of, of pointless talk between them saying no one's coming to rescue you princess for like the third time in the series and i just felt like i felt like scenes like that could have been like like you said it was kind of pointless in the end because i mean it was a fun side story right it was like yeah, it was a fun yeah. side story like hawkeye but it needed to have the emotional stakes and more emotional attachment to everything and because yeah. everything else is everything else is is moot there's no point to anything else because we know leia and obi-wan are going to be fine and in fact all the events of that aren't even going to have an effect on them they're really yeah. so we needed something else so that was that's my one downside mm-hmm. to it all was always that but i thought it was you know i thought you mcgregor was fun i loved um that final battle between him and, and vader it was i mean it was just it was rebels but it was in live action and i've heard people complain what happened on rebels yes but uh, the majority of people watching it, maybe not the majority, but a lot of people watching it on Obi-Wan yeah. don't watch Rebels and will never watch Rebels. And I thought what they did there was great. And I love that idea, Brock, where he where he's like, I'm sorry about Musafar. And he goes, no, no, no. You didn't kill Anakin. I killed Anakin. Yeah. And that, yeah. <clears throat> which, I mean, I, okay, on one hand, it is kind of forcing the line of New Hope. But on the other hand, I think it was more poignant than that. And I thought they pulled that. I thought they pulled that whole scene off very well. Yeah, you know, it's just like it had the 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 issue of like, well, most of our main characters, nothing profound can happen to them because we have to come back in New Hope. Um, but I was just thinking about it, sort of like the whole Reva story is sort of like the point is almost to like give him hope again. Like it's sort of yeah. he had Anakin, he he knew like he was troubled, but he didn't do anything about it in like look where it ended up and now it's like okay now i have a young person that is strong in the force that feels like the entire galaxy has given up on them and doesn't care it's like well no you can change even though what you did was terrible like you can change your your trajectory it doesn't have to be dark side all the way down it's like you can you can rebuild and it's like that sort of like gives him that fire to like keep going on and inevitably become the Obi-Wan we see in A New Hope. And then, like, also, it's sort of like he's given up hope. It's like, there's like, just because you fail doesn't mean it's the end of the game. Like, life keeps going. So it's like, there you go. It's like, well, <laughs> go back to your cave, make it a house, because pretty soon you're going to be Alec Guinness and you'll have, you'll have to have somewhere to sit and be like, I don't remember owning a droid. Like, so yeah. Um, I liked it. I, I know it's not going to happen. I wouldn't hate a second obi-wan series and just like 
just send him on an adventure or something like that or just leave him in the cave with Qui-Gon learning how to die. <laughs> like <laughs> that, I think that'd be interesting. I really like the first episode to me is still the standout. It's so good because like I, I, I would like to see another one where they don't worry about Luke and Leia so much, you know, like something else going on, maybe something a little more subtle. Um, because yeah, it, it, as good as it was, it's like, yeah, another season would be fun watching this character <laughs> yeah. kind of live on Tatooine. Yeah. With like no hope, but I'm like I know what you're saying about Riva, but again I just don't think it mm. fully. Oh yeah, I just don't think it was. It, all everything was there. It mm. just felt like, and you know I hate long shows, and I you know six seasons is fine, six episodes is great, but I just felt like it was like it. it, it she needed more time for development, like Riva specifically needed more yeah. time for development because she's just kind of there and she's got that terrible attitude, like I'm gonna find her, and you're like, why is she so angry? <laughs> and it's like you were a youngling. Yeah, we we know that because the first episode. Yeah. But I just I just feel like everything for her were there. It just she ended up being underwhelming to me because she just she needed more just more time to grow a little bit more watering. Right, right. I think just would have been more better. Like her outcome would have been the same. I just think it would have been more satisfactory when we got there. Also, yeah. I mean, when I think about like how could you turn this into a movie, it's like you like eliminate half the characters and make make like one character count for three, where it's like this character, like these three characters become the same character where like I do this and then I also do this and then I also do this. Like instead of like, here's O'Shea Jackson, here's uh, uh, oh God, I was going to say Hassan Minaj, but that's not, that's not right. Um, uh, Hope plays. Yeah. Kamel Nanjiani. Um, so like, I, th- I don't know. I think I'd be down for it. I, I, at the end of the day, we got to see Aldron for real. Yeah, um, so it's great. So I liked it. Uh, I will say I am very much looking forward to Andor after seeing, after seeing that. This is real. And it's like, yeah, why can't we just have a story for the sake of a story? And like, like how many books are just about like Han Solo before he met the rest of the team? Like, it's like, yeah, like... There's always an interesting story. It's people that fly in space and shoot guns with laser swords. It's like yeah. it's always going to be interesting to some extent. So, yeah, ex- exactly. And and Obi Wan was we got Obi Wan. You know, everybody was clamoring for it, and, and now we got it. And I think, yeah, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to Andor and uh, Ahsoka and all those other shows. There should be a lot of fun. Yeah, Endor is really intriguing because, like, Obi Wan is an OG character, mm-hmm. and who became who they OG character who found his way in the in the prequels, obviously, uh, and then Clone Wars. Like o- Obi Wan's always kind of been there, and I think you know there's still I think there's a little eggshell walking when it came to Obi Wan. Like, and obviously the whole Luke thing at the end, which I don't even know why they needed to do that with Reva, like. Luke really need, anyway whatever like there, there's too many eggshells because you can't do anything with Luke like <laughs> like going after Luke okay she redeemed herself fine she should have just gone out like gone to Leia they should have done that with Leia at the end they should just who cares like who cares like the, the I hate saying Disney Star Wars but the new like era of Star they're so obsessed with Luke Skywalker we need to just like <laughs> and, and look I'm fine with Luke like Luke is Star Wars I get it but this story he was not like he yeah. like Obi-Wan left him we didn't need to go back I mean I love Joel Edgerton and everything we don't, but we didn't need to go back to them at all 
because yeah. Luke, I said this before, Luke needs to just be like the most innocent creature in yeah. the galaxy until he gets to Mos Eisley, right? Like until that yeah. moment, he needs to be super. Well, until Obi Wan dies, basically, he needs to be the most innocent person yeah. in the galaxy. And so we didn't. I didn't think we we needed that. And that's what the one thing with Andor that I think is going to have going for it more than anything else is it's not going to have. It's not going to deal with that stuff. Yeah, right. Because yeah, it's right. it's and because because Andor never lived in that world. Now we'll do a never tell me the odds where maybe some stuff intersect here, but. But that's one thing I'm really looking forward to. And that's one thing I think Mandal- the Mandalorian did so well. I mean, now they've kind of brought stuff in and whatever. But th- the first season, they didn't care. They're like, we're going to do what we're going to do. Yep. The rest of Star Wars. The rest of Star Wars matters, but it doesn't matter. But it's happening, and it exists around us. But we live in this bubble here. Right, right. So, right. you know, you, you'll get little clues into the galaxy, but we don't have to worry about it. And that's one thing that I think you, Andor is going to have working to its advantage as well. Yeah, like Mandalorian does so successful, is so successful and so interesting because it's like, yeah, everything is roughly new, but you know it exists within that universe. So it's like, because it takes place before everything we see in Rogue One, which is not, we don't have, we just know Andor is a spy and he works for the Rebel Alliance. Like, like you you don't, and then I guess like you could show him meeting K2SO at some point, but like, Like that doesn't really it doesn't really pigeonhole you in any way. You're you're full you have full ability to connect and then throw in all these extra characters that like you know from other things. Like it'd be awesome. Like uh yeah, like yeah, I feel like Mon Mothma is up for sure. Like uh so it's like it's easy. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I just like that trailer looks so sick. Yeah, like it, it looked so like eighties like Star Wars. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. Have you seen there's a, a Mandalorian season three trailer, I think, from Celebration that's making its way around the oh, really? I, I think it's real. I'm not sure though. Yeah. There's a lot going on, a lot of Bo Katan, a lot of Mandalorian, some Babu Frick. I think there's multiple Babu Fricks. So there's like a species wow. of Babu Fricks. Yeah, so I I only kind of just saw it in passing. I don't like watching that download. It looks terrible. It's somebody on their <laughs> cell phone. Um, but it, you know, it was like I was like, what the hell? Like, because I was like, what is this? Is this real? That's and then yeah. So it looks pretty good. I'm really excited for Mandalorian season three as well. Uh, but Andor is we're we're a month, like a month and a half away, maybe wow. less than that. I can't even do the math. August 31st. Wow. For Andor, so we are right there. It's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be the show that will be loved by fans and hated by other fans. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Well, why, if it's on like Disney it? Plus, there's like there's haters and lovers all the time. That's why I hate saying like Disney Star Wars because it's still just Star Wars. But I'm just, yeah. for, for me, the one thing I've noticed though, and it's ever since the Michael Arndt script for the Force of War episode seven, when they were like, every time Luke came on screen, he took away. I'm like, that's because you're overvaluing Luke Skywalker. <laughs> like, like, I don't know if half the people in the galaxy knew who he was when he did what he yeah. did. He kind of just like was like, I'm going to go with Leon Han, and then he disappears from them, you yeah. know? So I don't know. I think that that's my one, my one, and somebody's gonna write in the comments how I'm wrong. So please, I appreciate your educating me in Star Wars on the bottom, but I also don't care. That's <laughs> <laughs> just it's an over they, they overvalue uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, I really like Leia and Obi Wan though. I should point that I really liked Leia. I like the way they made her spunky. I, yeah. I do think though, like if there was like more like her at the end, her more with Reva, I think would be good because she's a tough cookie when you meet her, right? So. Yeah, I'm fine. You could bring Leia back any way you want 
in any yeah. Disney Plus show leading up to A New Hope, whereas Luke, it's like, just don't touch that guy. Just don't touch that kid. Let him be a kid. <laughs> Leia's got to go with the action now. So bring bring the Leia show. Yeah, I could get into that. That'd be sweet. And there's like no way there's not there's like no way that you couldn't make some kind of show that's for kids but make it entertaining for adults and make it like canon in some way. Like there's ways of doing it. There's absolutely ways. I mean, technically, Rebels and Clone Wars are canon, so it's just like. You can find a way, you know, like, I mean, perhaps you could argue that Rebels is more for adults than it is for kids, but, like, still on the Cartoon Network or it, Disney Plus. Or it didn't XL. start that way. It started yeah. for kids. Like, that was 100% a kid's show. And then there's, yeah. like, there's a season, like, two, where it just, like, flips a switch. And yeah. it's like, hey, you've grown with us over this year now. Yeah. Here, here's where we're taking it. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I mean, Star Wars, Star Wars is, like for adults but made for kids and whatever however you yeah. want to. i know and it was like george lucas says this for 12 year old boys like i'm not counting that i think you wrote that up but i think it, i mean it's not it's not age specific it's not ages star wars isn't ageist is what disney yeah. this is what disney has to put. it's not ages it's for it's it's literally for everybody of every age so it should be fun and that's why i don't think there should ever be a rated r star wars or anything like that like there's no need for it. I don't need swearing in the galaxy. We have Carabas. That's as much as I need. <laughs> I think you're good. I think you know you're, you're you're dead on though. It's like they need to do something like that that you know little kids are going to gravitate to, and then you and I are going to like that was a lot. Yeah. Just like that's how we were. Like you said, that's how we were with Rebels. Yeah, exactly. Like <sighs> it'd be genius. You just got to get someone like like Lucasfilm as a whole is pretty good at thinking up novel ways to do, to get their stuff out there. Like high Republic, as much as it's not really in the main media yet, like the what what they did with that book with the, all the, was just like, yeah, this is genius. And if it's too bad that video games never going to probably ever come out. <laughs> like if they had that out roughly, like if that came out like this year, like that's genius, and then it's like if you could push up acolytes, it's just like it's way like you make it work. So it's like there's no reason why you can't have a kids thing and just sort of like I don't know, you get some like vlogger to watch the first episode, be like, hey, pay. like you just sort of like, hey, watch this episode, and then like just talk about it on online. So it's just like they watch it and they're like, this is fun, this is fun, oh wow, 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 and then some drop is like what and then you blow up the internet you don't even have to advertise it i think it'd be better to be like the sort of like fake grassroots i know that's sort of like oh it's like it should be organic but like it's like you got to introduce to the fans the idea that like there's little nuggets hidden away in things it's like uh ready player one where it's like the easter eggs are all in different like yeah. or harry potter and the goblet of fire it's like all the clues are in front of you, you just gotta look for them like not a bad idea um but yeah would i watch it again i probably will because Riam hasn't fully watched it but like i thought it was great so yeah i've watched it twice i enjoyed yeah. it i yeah. i I, I, I think i enjoyed it more the second time when the when you, you know what's about to come and you're not disappointed and, and not getting that so <laughs> i'm not that i was i wasn't disappointed the first time but i got you know you get a little bit more out of it you see a little bit more different perspective things like yeah. that when it's not it's, a speed run to watch the entire episode before the internet right, gets to it. Exactly. Yeah. You get to breathe a little while you're watching it. Like, um, oh, I can think about this. 
I know we're on YouTube and we are kind of the, part of a, the said community, but like I watched Ma uh, Multiverse of Madness and that the internet completely ruined it for me. Granted, I don't need to look at the spoilers on Instagram, but inevitably you see them if you if it's part of your algorithm. It's like that movie is like it's a movie. Is it good? No, I mean, and like the wow. big part of it that's like exciting for me is what was ruined by the internet. All the little reveals along the way. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm waiting for it. Storyline. I'm like, I was like, oh, this is fun, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to go too much into that, but like the internet, it does ruin stuff. <laughs> so it's just like, it's like, yeah, like you want to watch this stuff, and it's fun to watch it right when it happens, but it's just like. Sometimes it'd be, it's nice to go back and like really just like I'm just watching it for the hell of it. So yeah, I fully agree on that. Yeah, I uh, I haven't seen Multiverse of Madness, but I've seen like every spoiler without even I don't even think I have the algorithm. I don't even I don't even care. I just saw them all. Oh okay. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing you watch it then because then you'll know. I'm like, oh yeah, I knew about this. It's not like don't get me wrong. Eternals is still the worst Marvel movie, but like, <laughs> but. There's no bad Marvel movie. Like, they're all movies that you could watch. And, like, that was a movie. But it's just, like, this one is sort of, like, you had high expectations. Because they keep talking about the multiverse. And it says multiverse in the title. You're, like, this is the one. This is the one where it starts explaining everything. And she's, like, nope. <laughs> I could be wrong. That's just my take on the movie. I will try to watch it again. But it is... It's a bummer, I guess. I don't know. I that's just me. Have you seen Thor uh Thunder's no. Thunder's Love or whatever? And yeah. like I need to see it soon because I feel like the internet's starting to spoil. And it's just like, wait, what what was that? I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> well, I, I don't watch the Miss Mar I haven't seen the Miss Marvel show. I just finished watching that. So yeah, but so that show I, all I ever knew about that show was everybody said how much they actually really liked that show. Everybody seemed to really yeah. enjoy the show and blah blah blah. But there was never any spoilers. And I was like, maybe it's not the type of show you can spoil. Like you know what I mean? Like there, and 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 what I'm what I mean by that is, yeah, there are spoilers, but they're not like groundbreaking. You know, it's not no, John there's Krasinski. not a lot like of it's, that. yeah, it's like I mean, it's a show that worries about being what it is instead of what it yeah. else. And I appreciate that. I'm not that I've seen it, but I appreciate that. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. But then the last episode hits, and I wasn't even I'm not I don't really care. And all of a sudden they say so. I won't spoil it for anybody. They play something, and there was a music cue, and I was like, well, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah. And then, like, people are like, that's why are you spoiling it? I'm like, I guess that's a spoiler. But that same music you, I believe, is played in the Multiverse of Madness. So, it I mean, is. it's just, it just seems like they're overdoing it. I was like, I get and, it, but I yeah. feel like you're overdoing it now. And having watched Multiverse of Madness prior to watching the last episode, I'm like, well, this isn't that, like, impressive. Yeah. That because was you've, my, already, you've already hinted at this, and I'm like, great. And, like, when you boil it down... I'm not a huge like Miss Marvel like expert, but I read the first 30, 40 issues of it. They deviate with the story for, for rightful cause. Cause like, you know, the comics have set up a lot of other things, but it's just like the reason you put that in there is like, it's sort of dumb. Cause it's like, I get it. It's like, well, this means we're going to link Miss Marvel to this, this, this license. I'm like, but you've already announced that Miss Marvel is going to be in Marvel's with oh. Captain Marvel and and Photon or whatever Monica Rambo is going to be called. And I'm like, you don't need like she's by herself alone. Like it's it's a quirky teen girl 
who's just like trying to be good. Like it's it's a, every girl, like every man movie, every girl movie. It's like it's just like it's good. It's, you're you're gonna win because it's she's quirky and like she's there's all these fun little graphics when she's like in her imagination and stuff. And then I'm not, it makes it sound like she's like a a child, but like she's you know she's a nerd girl yeah. if you want to call her that. Like the show is like it'll be successful because it's like that's engaging. Everyone, everyone like she's Spider Man, but a Muslim yeah. girl. Like it's it's easy. It's easy. She's a street level hero, but it's just like okay, there we know there's a connection to Captain Marvel. So when the second Captain Marvel movie comes out, yeah, she'll probably be in it. Boom, you're done. And now they're like, well, we might also link her to this. I'm like, why? <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, I just I felt it underwhelming because I knew that it was part of the other movie. So it was like, well, what? Yeah. Like, I, anyway, that's we just yeah, like we're, we're right. old. We're old and cranky. Oh, well, we and, have opinions. <laughs> and you know what? Stranger Things finale. Oh. Also, I we my wife and I my wife have blasted into like season one, two, and three. Like it's just I can't suggest it enough. Once you finish watching season four. If you haven't started watching season four, rewatch all the episodes. But if you already have, go back and watch all the other like first three seasons. You're like, this show is great. This show is perfect. Why is this like 100 uh, percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes? Great, fantastic show. Uh, love it. Stranger Things. Oh, uh, really good, really good. Uh, yeah. The ending was the, uh, the ending felt a little um, Return of the King, and that there was seven hundred endings to it. <laughs> I was like, when I was watching it, I was like, you know, this could be like three episodes right now, and I could have a break. Yeah. It was long. It was good though. It is a solid show, and I like the way they. I saw people complaining, and I'm like, oh, you're just complaining because you're probably jealous. Mm. Um, but I thought they did a really good job connecting everything and like. Because the, the thing that here's here's my thing, and I know maybe this is just an old man thing, I don't know, but like for me, and people complain about this with Star Wars too, and that's how it went, is like if, if it's not connected with the characters we know, then why the hell do I care? Because the stakes are raised in the characters, like the characters are the reason why I come back to the show, the reason why I come back to Star like these are the reasons. And if you're gonna if you and if you disconnect from it and you don't tie it together. I'm just going to not care. And, and there's a movie, I can't remember what it was now, but there was a movie that did that where they didn't connect anything. And I was like, well, why do I care? Like, <laughs> why, why, do, why do I care? If you're not going to tie into the story that I'm invested in, and people are like, well, you're shrinking in the universe. No, that's the universe I want to be in. I, I don't, I'm not interested in Valerian. I've said this so many times. I mean, maybe, <laughs> I, know you, I know you are, but that's not, like that's fine. But like this is what I, this is why I come to Stranger Things, and this is why I come to Star Wars. It's for this group right here yeah. in this time. Let's do it. And then you know, so I thought what they did was great. I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. I think especially specifically with Will in season five. I think yeah. Will's gonna Will's gonna have a big one. Um, but I, I thought they did they did a, a great job. I and mean, I've seen people compare uh, Obi Wan to Stranger Things, and I'm like, yeah, but I all but I like Snickers and donuts. I've, I've never <laughs> compared them. I like them both. I don't know, like, how do you compare Stranger Things to Obi Wan? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can. They're both on the TV screen. I guess that's you. You know, they're very different. I do enjoy them both. Oh, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin. Dustin is the best character. I also like I after rewatching a lot of this stuff, I'm like, uh, like Dustin is sort of the de facto leader when it's funny because he's like you think like Mike or like 
yeah. Mike is like is a go to because he's like he's the one in love with the girl or like maybe it's eleven and she's like no like Dustin is like the leader when you think about it because it's like every time they name something from like Dungeons and Dragons Dustin is usually there or like says was like well it's this character <laughs> it's like yeah. oh. <laughs> um no fantastic show and it's like. I've never like watched it all in a row like this. I've watched it when it comes out and that's it sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So it's like there's so much stuff you forget and you're like, oh, yep, yeah. And yeah, it's like I think the only issue with that show is there's so many characters, but whatever. Like it, it works. It works. Like so. Yeah, I saw so clear. Like they 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 keep bringing characters and not killing them off and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that becomes like a detriment later on, but I'm glad they don't just bring like no, they, yeah. they kill off characters, but not a lot. But if they just brought in, if you bring in a new character just to kill that new character off, then yeah. it's boring. Then it's like, yeah. well, what's the point? So I like it, and I and you know they they kill characters off. Characters. I thought one one death in that finale. I was like, oh, that was okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say who it was, but it was my least. I think we talked about this. My least favorite part of the se- season. Um, that one element never. Uh, okay. It didn't. It didn't. I don't know. I was never a fan, and I was like, I know. I think I know where they're going. Then it got there, and I was like, yeah. I just. I feel like I just didn't need that. But what right, I'm not. Right, right. Any. But then, then the death of that character, I was like, oh, that was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just got rid of that person. Like, like we're like, we don't want to deal with this in the next season. So let's just go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, so it's but like a great show. Yeah. So. Uh, can't wait. And you know, it's like it, Stranger Things just proves to you like there's an ability to have a novel idea that like gives like gives like the he- like it, it it's like it works with old content. Like it brings up you know like we're talking when we watch it. It's like this is like watching like Stephen King or like yeah. 80s horror films or whatever or just like The Goonies. But then it's it's creative all to its own. So it's like that can happen in Star Wars. So let's go, <laughs> Duffer Brothers. Why don't you come on over to Lucasfilm? I think they were my number one or two or something. One of yeah. our first top five ever was who who would like to see directed Star Wars, and I think they were yeah. up there. I I think yeah they understand. I will see what happens. I don't know. Um, yeah. They probably won't because and Taika Waititi now is like. It's weird that his is supposed to come out in December next year, but he hasn't even started writing it, and they might start. It's like, what, what? First of all, take all Star Wars off your release schedule, because when you <laughs> when, when you drop Star Wars, like let's say Taika White, let's say Taika Waititi's movie is ready in December, but right now he's like, I can't get it for you in December. They're like, well, take your time. Let's make this a good movie. They're taking up their calendar, but then he's like, guess what? My movie's gonna be ready for December twentieth. They're like, you're up. And then, like, whatever terrible movie is supposed to come out on December 20th is going to leave December 20th. Like, Star Wars and Marvel are going to own whatever day they drop on. (laughs) You know, you don't have to worry about it. So, I don't know why Disney is, or Lucas, some, I think it's Disney. They're obsessed with putting down on the release date when we're getting the Star Wars movie. That honestly... That honestly, Brock, and I love Star Wars. Nobody cares because Episode Nine has come and gone. So, like, there's no more of that story going on. If it was a continuation, then I'd be like, "When's it coming?" But it's gonna be a new Star Wars movie that nobody knows what's about. 
nobody cares. We got the stuff on the TV. I'm talking about general fans mostly, right? Yeah. Like, nobody cares. You got the stuff on the TV. Let that happen and then figure out your Star Wars movies. We just don't yeah. rush a terrible movie for the sake of rushing a Star Wars movie in the theater. Just don't do it. Let it breathe on TV. We're all happy with streaming right now. I don't yeah. even want, I, I still don't want to go to a theater. Let's just do that and, and we'll move on. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> As I cough. All right, you want to go to the odds? Let's do it. Never tell me the odds. I haven't written any of them. Okay, let's go. The possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. All right. Never tell me the odds. odds. Oh, you're a failure. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Brought to you by patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast. We make a podcast on occasion. If you like what we do, why don't you support us? Go down to Matreon. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast and become one of the wonderful people that support us. And we shout out and we apologize for being away for so long. These people, Heidi Fetter, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Aton, Jeff Wilson, Phil Staniforth, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney, Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Girls with Sabres, and the <laughs> thank, thank you, you to them thank you you guys bought my pipe this week <laughs> i like you don't put it in your mouth it's just like no I don't, it's been sitting on this table for like a year i don't <laughs> i don't trust it by the way i got a box of cheerios and i got a tricks rabbit oh shit in a and cheerios was... box <laughs> yeah, well they're saying they're all general mills right it's made in china i i just i got tricks yeah the tricks rabbit Mm, there nice. we go. There we go. All right. First odd. Uh, never tell me the odds. Obi Wan Kenobi making an appearance on Andor. Will Obi Wan Kenobi appear on Andor? I'm gonna go positive at like 95. percent That is an easy way to just drop him right in. I'm gonna go 63. percent I think it makes sense, um, but I don't know if they're gonna do it. I feel like they might. Uh, they might bail Organa on. <laughs> oh, Obi Wan Kenobi. I really hope Bail Organa shows up as well. Uh, our next odd, never tell me the odds. Will the acolyte feature any mention of Plagueis, of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Will the acolyte have any sort of mention? Any mention, Brock? Doesn't matter what it is. Any mention of it? I'm going to go 85% because I feel like, yeah, why wouldn't you? Like, like you gave us Alderaan in this. It was Plagueis. <laughs> like, it was one of the coolest parts of Revenge of the Sith. Like, put it in there, baby. I'm going to go 73%. I don't know. I mean, I can see why they wouldn't do it, like, not wanting to. But I'm also like, how could you not? It only makes mm-hmm. sense to me, you know? So I'm going to go with 73%. And our final odd... Will Jimmy Smith's return as Bail Organa in Andor and at least one other Disney Plus Ooh. series? I threw a monkey wrench and I was going to say 100%. Yep. Uh, I'm going to, because of that extra part, I'm going to go 90, though. Pretty optimistic it'll all happen. You're very optimistic. I am not that optimistic. I'm going to go 55%. <laughs> I, I think you put him in Andor. He should be in yeah. Andor. 
If he's not an Andor, it almost feels like a like. I think honestly, like we should get a whole Bail Organa series. I think that would like, and I'm not just joking about that because I'm a huge fan. Like I think a Bail Organa series would be fascinating. Yeah, uh, maybe nobody would like it, but I think the idea of him at the Senate, you know, kind of going against the Empire, kind of having back, and then you can even maybe find out that that Tarkin kind of knows what's going on, and that's why he uses Alderaan as the test for the for the death star you know like yeah so there's i think there's like a, a lot of story you could do that that could be a lot of fun but i'm gonna go 55 percent because i i don't think it's going mm, to okay. to happen at all uh do you have news today i do well then hold on let me learn how to use this <clears throat> hollow news okay you're up hollow news da 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 hollow news da 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 hollow news Hollow news, the news you need to know right now. During this year's Star Wars celebration, it was revealed that a new series of shorts, Tale of the Jedi, is coming to Disney+, Plus, taking us back to key moments in this galaxy far, far away's history. Liam Neeson will reprise his role as Qui-Gon Jinn, while, all, while we will also catch up with Anakin Skywalker and Count Dooku when he was still a Jedi. I'm most excited for fans of the show. We'll explore the origin story. That's something we are going to see addressed in the Clone Wars once upon a time. And with Ashley Eckstein set to reprise the role, fans are understandably counting down the days to the show's launch. Earlier, I believe this week, comicbookmovie.com spoke to Eckstein from the return of her her universe fashion show uh, to Comic-Con next weekend. And that's what she could share about the tale of the Jedi, which she said, I am just beyond honored to step back into Ahsoka's boots and breathe the life into her again for the Tales of the Jedi. Dave Filoni promised me I would always be the voice of Ahsoka in, in animation, and I'm thrilled to return and so excited. The shorts are beautiful, the stories are wonderful, and I can't wait to share them with everyone. Uh, the skeleton crew is on its way to being made. They are apparently shooting right now. The budget of the first season of Star Wars Skeleton Crew Reportedly, will exceed that of Disney Plus hit The Mandalorian. Uh, as it was announced at celebration earlier this year, the upcoming live action series follows a group of children trying to find their way home in the wake of the fall of the Galactic Empire in 1983's Return of the Jedi. Skeleton Guru has been described by Lucasfilm as a galactic version of classic Amblin's coming of age and adventure films of the 80s. According to Hollywood Reporter, the series expects to spend $136 million during its first season, which began production in late June. By comparison, the debut season of The Mandalorian cost around $100 million. However, the budget of both Star Wars series falls short of Marvel Studios' Disney Plus lineup. Each episode of The Falcon and the Witcher Soldier, WandaVision, and Hawkeye reportedly cost as much as $25 million, conceivably pushing season budget into the range of $150 million to $225 million. That said, Skeleton Crew will receive help in offsetting its sizable budget in the form of $20.9 million in tax credits awarded last week by the California Film Commission. Uh, and lastly, Marvel Comics mainstay Charles Soule has penned his 100th Star Wars comic book. If you go down to StarWars.com, they'll give you an excuse, exclusive first look into this, inside the issue. Marvel's Star Wars number 25 with pages from Obi-Wan and Anakin, Star War, uh, Anakin Star Story set before the Clone Wars. A Darth Vader story short, st st shortly after the tragic events of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. A Kylo Ren story set after the events of Star Wars The Last Jedi. And a Poe Dameron tale fakes, focused on the eulogy for Snap Wexley in the aftermath of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. 
Star Wars number 25, written by Charles Soule, with four stories illustrated by Ramon Rosanis, Giuseppe Camicoli, Will Sliney, and Phil Noto, and a cover by Carl Pagulan, Jason Paz, and Ra- Rachel Rosenberg is available for pre-order now on Comixology, and the special issue arrives July 20th, and also can be found at your local comic book store. And why not head down there? Because right now, this has been your Hollow News. News! News. Did I do a good job copying and pasting everything? Yeah. I couldn't even tell. <laughs> top five. Top five. I don't even know what top five so is. We're going to do top five moments from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. The whole series, Brock, from start to finish. Um, okay. Do you remember any of it? Do you want to do top five Stranger Things season four moments? <laughs> yes. <Is> that- yeah. <laughs> Christy, Just wake you. up. I don't like this. Okay, uh, my number five is going to be the hello there in the end of the episode hello five. Hello there. We're like, boom, there's your fan service. Uh, mine's going to be the first episode where he's just like alone cutting up meat and then like driving <laughs> away. That's I like that. I'm like, I want more of that. <laughs> uh, my number four was I really liked, this sounds probably silly, like, I like when he's like going into that underwater base to save Leia and they're in that tube with the water and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like that. And then you see the stormtroopers float by after they've escaped. Uh, mine is going to be kind of like that, but the Jedi morgue when he walks through the Jedi morgue. Like, oh, yeah. I forgot about he that. He walks through all that. I really like that moment. I wanted more. I would like more of that explored in, in Star Wars televised content. Uh, my number three is gonna be you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. I'm like, boom. That sounds like a, he's lying though. Uh, my number three is Qui Gon saying, "I've been here the whole time. Come on, cheerio." Good. I can't do a Qui Gon mm-hmm. impression at all. He's gonna teach him a very specific set of still skills though <laughs> that are gonna help him become more powerful if he gets struck down by yeah. Darth Vader. Uh, my number two is Leia saying, uh, I'm not afraid of you about seven times per episode. Yeah. <laughs> no one's coming to save you, princess. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my father. Well, your father's not coming, princess. That actually is, is like it got a little like this is absurd how many times she says it. But then it kind of like it makes sense why in A New Hope when Luke comes and saves her, she's just like. Okay, let's go. Boop, boop, boop. Like, no, she's not shot. She's, she's like, like are you a little short for a storm? Like, it's like okay. it makes sense why she is the way she's in constant danger. So, yeah, okay. Uh, retconning, <sighs> dirty word. <laughs> My number two, like you trained his father. <laughs> Ooh, burn! That one, had the, that one had the internet on fire. <laughs> like you trained his father, and Obi Wan was like. I need a minute. My uh, my number one, even though it's like going to be seen so lackluster, but I said it probably every time we reviewed an episode. We got to see Alderaan. Like I said it so many times, it might as well be the number one. Like <laughs> looking for love in Alderaan places. Alderaan places. My number one is just Vader half mask. Uh, I killed uh, Anakin. Blah blah blah. My mask is. It's cracked and uh, it's cool. And you could hear, I really though, what I really liked was when you, that you could hear 
uh, James Earl Jones and Hayden Christensen both at the same time talking. I really thought that was a, a nifty touch, and I really like that. And that's my number one. And if you disagree with me, uh, do whatever you want. Uh, some exciting news, Brock. My book that I wrote in 1974 looks like it will be shipped in late December. Yay! So, boom, boom, so boom, I'll boom. probably be uh, dead, but uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. The best part is like, do I can't remember? Do do we put our our addresses when we order the book? Yeah, the, but they the, the they game? will they will send you an email saying, do you still want this address? Because <laughs> so, I don't live at the house. I and no one. I don't think one person. <laughs> I don't think one person lives at the same address when they bought it. It's freaking ridiculous. It's been nine hundred years, but it is happening anyway. This has been the Rebel Scum Podcast. Yeah, thanks. Podcast. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. How about that? Check. About Do you want to hear something? How about yeah. this? You hear that? No. Oh, now I hear it. Rebel Scum Podcast coming to you from the podcast. 256, I think, of the Rebel Scum, Brock and James. Galactic right. Scoundrels, we're on the move. We'll bring you news and attitude. The tale of Star two Wars. Galactic. Star Wars. Anything else? Anything Star else you want to say before we dance out of here? Uh, no. Uh, watch uh, Stranger Things because I'm doing that, and it's the best. <laughs> All right, let's let's go out with a rock and roll bang. All right. Did you find like the these are all the, no, these are all music that Streamyard gives you. So I was like, oh. we've ne <laughs> I've never used them, and I'm like, let's do it. All right, everybody, thank you so much for watching. Give us a like and a subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. And Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Thumbbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the